Hey there, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode with you. I am a passionate, wide-eyed entrepreneur and social media coach, and I help people just like you to build your online business from the ground up through the power of social media. In just under three months, I was able to build my coaching business from scratch and work with paying clients and am now scaling my business to reach heights I never thought was possible. If you're listening to this podcast, I want to be the first to tell you that you are a trailblazer. That is, someone who paves their own way through unmarked territories and doesn't wait for opportunities to come, but instead creates them. So as you listen in today, I want you to know that your passion, partnered with purpose, can unlock your potential. But that's if you dare to take action. So, are you ready to blaze that trail? If that's you, let's do this. Hey, 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 trailblazers. I can't believe it is almost the end of the year. We are in our final Actually, we're in our second last month, and essentially it's like the last leg of the year. How insane is that? I feel like it's been such a crazy year, and for most of you listening, I know that this year was probably a year that pushed you to actually take action on things that you never thought you would, and here you are. So just want to give you a virtual pat on the back. And a round of applause for actually just making it to the end of the year and for gunning it. I also wanted to give a huge shout out to everyone who has been tuning in weekly to the Trailblazers podcast. It is absolutely insane and I'm really enjoying all the feedback. So please keep me in the loop with anything that you get out of this podcast and anything that you find super valuable. And I'm always open to topics and anything in particular that you want me to unpack. I am literally an open book. So just shoot me a DM on Instagram. Keep those screenshots coming. I really, really appreciate you guys. And I just wanted to give you my due diligence to honor you and thank you for just being so supportive and for joining me on the journey in this podcast. All right, now today's topic. Today, we're really going to be talking about what to do when you're spinning out. I had a little bit of a giggle because I am actually so passionate about this topic, especially right now, because I feel like I relate to this so much and I'm not even going to be ashamed about that because as a coach, whether you are brand new or you have been in the industry for a long time, you can probably agree with me in saying that it is normal to have spinouts. So just to define it, I mean, there's no like dictionary definition, but in my own words, in my own experience, a spin out is when you kind of freak out about everything in your business, in yourself, and you start to go into overthinking and doubting and you just start to spiral. Um, And I find that spin outs often happen when you set big goals or you set any goal, really, and you start to potentially 
you know, observe that you're not making progress on those goals or you have a little bit of a freak out about whether or not you're just you're capable of even achieving those goals. But I want to let you know that this is completely normal at all levels all entrepreneurs will experience spinning out. And I want to even take it a step further and tell you that I think spin-outs are something that we can almost experience every single day. It sounds so horrible, but it's true. Like, every day you have the potential to spin out, to wake up and go, this is not working or this is too much. Because the truth is, the path of a trailblazer is... You're going where no one else has gone before. And often you'll be alone. You'll feel alone and you won't know what your future looks like. You won't know what the outcomes look like for you. Every single day is a huge question mark. And at every level in your business, even if you're a six-figure, seven-figure coach, it literally does not matter. You have problems at every level and chances are you'll have spin-outs about whatever is in front of you because you feel out of control and you feel like you cannot see what's ahead. So I found that, you know, spin-outs don't necessarily have to be a bad thing, but I felt like I needed to talk about what to do when we are spinning out simply because it happens to all of us. And if it doesn't, I'm gonna just kind of put it out there bluntly. If you're not experiencing spin-outs, you're not growing enough or you're not setting big enough goals because a characteristic of a spin-out is that it only happens because you're looking at something that is beyond you that you feel scales way past your own capability and potential. Now, if your goals are tiny or if you don't even have goals, if you're playing it safe and you just never take leaps, chances are you're living a comfortable life, which to some people is enough. They're happy to go through life just cruising their way through and not feeling any resistance to anything. But for most of you, and I can imagine that if you are listening to this podcast, You resonate with the term trailblazer. You resonate with the concept of taking risks and, you know, taking massive action simply because you do not want to settle and you are not okay with living a comfortable life. I know for me, it's really interesting because if I was given the option to just drop my business And, you know, if coaching is so hard or if getting clients is so hard, I have the option to drop my business and just stay at my job and not do anything else. Even with that option in mind, I would still rather attempt. I would still rather put myself through the grit and the hard work of attempting to build a business on my own, attempting to get clients and and putting in the time and energy then not try at all, all right? And so this is kind of like the difference between an entrepreneur and someone who just kind of would rather work for someone else. They have this slight mindset change where they look at what's comfortable and they are almost dissatisfied with staying there. And this is why it's normal for entrepreneurs to experience spin-outs. 
Okay, so all of that to say that it is totally normal and I want to have a dialogue around spinning out in a way that feels comfortable and relatable for you and I. All right, so now what do most new coaches spin out about? Now I'm coming from the um, angle of new coaches, especially because those are the kind of people that I work with and I totally understand what it's like, but really these things apply to anyone in any level of business and in any niche really, any service-based niche particularly if you are an online business. So what do we spin out about? I have a few things in mind. One of them, one of the biggest ones really is not hitting income goals or client goals that you set. Say for the month ahead or the quarter ahead, you set numbers uh, for you to reach like targets. We spin out about not reaching those numbers. We spin out about setting deadlines or launches and you know just all the craze and the hype that goes around a launch or a due date we spin out about that we also spin out about not having things ready for example not having our um resource platform or our member vault platforms set up before we can take on clients. I know that's something that my clients struggle with. I know that's something I struggled with because I felt like I had to have everything ready and set up before I could launch anything or before I could work with any paying clients. I just, I would spin out about it and I would pressure myself to complete everything. All right. Another thing is self-doubt and the capability to actually be a good coach. We spin out about this usually when we are looking to start working with clients or when we're early on and we're actually already working with clients. Even actually having worked with paying clients, you can have this come up. You can start to freak out because maybe a client decided that they didn't want to continue coaching with you. Chances are you might spin out about the fact that you're not a good coach. You might start to doubt your ability. You might start to doubt your program, your systems, your service. And ultimately, you might just decide that you're not capable of making this successful. All right. And the last one that I'm thinking that we spin out about is our inability to predict or see the future. And it's so ironic because in what other area of life can you predict or see the future? You can't. The closest you can get is to have a plan, to have a strategy, and to set goals. That's as best as we can humanly and possibly get to predicting the future and to predicting our outcomes. But the thing is, we are so obsessed with wanting to um, predict our outcomes so that we can make X amount of income or get X amount of clients or scale our business by this time and this year. We get so caught up in those things that we don't allow ourselves to understand as well that we are human, that there are things things that change, that there are 
always environmental changes, circumstantial changes that we cannot predict and foresee. Don't get me wrong, I love my lists, I love my strategies, and I love planning, I love structures. I mean, think of like um, personal training, like if you wanted to get stronger, your coach would have to program for the next eight weeks and he would have to put down numbers. But the thing is, those numbers, they need to be flexible. Because what if you get injured or what if you discover in your second week that your left shoulder is playing up? You can't stick to the same program and therefore, like, what what does that mean? It does not mean that this isn't working. It doesn't mean that the result is not possible. It just means that for this very moment, you have to stop and revise the program or like look at what's actually going on and understand that this is part of your journey to the result. We often set a goal with good intentions or we set deadlines and things like that with good intentions but then we start to spin out and then we look at these goals like they're huge giants They're no longer our friends. These goals suddenly look like, you know, these huge giants and mountains that we have to climb over. But that framing of our goals and that intimidation or that resistance with the goals, it creates a wider gap and it makes us freak out if we are not managing our mind and our emotions. And so... This is what I think is actually happening during a spin-out. Spin-outs are very, very much a, in my opinion, a combination of thoughts and feelings. And thoughts and feelings are a result of beliefs. So for example, your thought might be, this isn't working. I'm not getting clients, this isn't working. And it's In saying that, you're causing your brain to find evidence to support that this isn't working. And then you start to believe that this isn't working because now your feelings are responding to the evidence that you're seeing. You might be thinking, I still don't have clients. Clearly, this isn't working. And you begin to look at the goal and you start to feel this resistance. Sometimes what we try to do is to snap out ourselves out of whatever we're thinking by force-feeding the opposite thoughts into our brains. Like, instead of this isn't working, we'll be like, no, don't think that. And we'll tell ourselves it is working, it is working. And sometimes it is not what we need. It sounds really weird because most people will tell you just think the opposite thought. But I want to challenge that for a second and look at it this way. What if by force feeding the opposite thought into your brain, just cold turkey, is actually what causes more resistance? It's actually what causes the feeling of discomfort inside of us, which then triggers our fight or flight mechanism. And this is why some people, I find, will power through and use that as fuel to keep going, or others will give up. They'll flight. They'll, you know, 
get out of that situation, they'll give up. But the thing is, what if we did not force feed our thoughts or these certain opposite thoughts into our brains, but what if instead we allowed ourselves to sit with those thoughts and feelings and to coach our minds through what exactly this spin out is teaching us? Because if we fuel the spin out cycle with more emotions, with more fear, more doubt, whether knowingly or unknowingly, you know, by force feeding these things or telling ourselves to snap out of it or distracting ourselves or putting it off, like whatever it is we're doing, we're feeding that cycle. And the more we do, the more toxic it becomes for ourselves because it leads to self-sabotage. Self-sabotage during a spin-out looks like, number one, doing more, like doing so much more than you need to. Thinking that if you do more, you'll create the result faster. And I see this a lot in a lot of new coaches who have no guidance. They have no sense of why they're doing what they're doing. And they start layering, adding so many layers to their business, like Facebook groups and mailing lists and hiring VAs and, you know, like outsourcing all these things when really they're so early on in their business, they barely have capital to invest. And this, you know, wanting to do more is coming from a place of, I need to have all these things and then my business will work. They look at other coaches or they look at more successful coaches and they get shiny object syndrome. They want to add all these layers and they hustle harder. They post more. They're on Instagram 24-7. They're watching their follower count. Thinking, you know, if I'm just on this more, if I'm just doing more, I'll create the result faster. That, my friends, is self-sabotage. You are setting yourself up to do more, thinking you'll create a faster result when really the doing more isn't doing anything. It's just burning you out. It's not helping your business. And the reason why I'm saying it's not helping your business is because you don't need to do more to get a better result. In fact, my philosophy with my own clients is do less. Make your business so simple that you can be on top of it and enjoy it and not be burnt out by it and still scale and make your income goals without having to do so much. And it is possible, my friends. Another way that you self-sabotage during a spin-out is worrying about unnecessary things, diverting your focus and energy on the wrong things. Like, for example, fixing your bio a billion times, thinking that the words, that there's some magic words that you can use to actually, you know, convert people faster. Or we think there has to be something wrong with our sales script, that we're saying the wrong words, when really we just need to connect. Really, we just need to be confident in what we're doing. Really, we just need to 
listen and genuinely care about the person in front of us so we can help them in that moment. But instead, we think we need to get a sales script um, review or we need to go and look at how to have a consultation that has a higher conversion rate. We think that there's scripts we need to follow or we think we need to pay for Facebook ads. We worry about unnecessary things. And that, again, is self-sabotage. Because you can't afford it. Like, I don't know about you, but early on in your business, you want to be making more than you're spending. And self-sabotage is when you start thinking you need more and you're willing to compromise more with a lesser result. It's the beginning of, once again, burnout. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? I would love to know what you're getting out of today's topic. Screenshot this episode and tag me with your thoughts on Instagram. Now, before we dive back in, I wanted to let you know that I have a few spots left in my one-on-one coaching program where I help overwhelmed, unstructured, and under-equipped online coaches to confidently build their business, fast-track their growth, and finally start working with paying clients through the power of social media alone. I've seen what can happen in just a few months alone, and now I help people like you do the same. And it all begins with a single decision to take the leap. Think this is what you need? Shoot me a message and let's get you started. All right, and the last two, what self-sabotage during a spin-out looks like is self-doubt, comparison, and a lack of confidence. When you get to a point where you're spinning out and it's not leading you to positively learn something about yourself and learn something about where you're at and it goes the other way towards self-doubt, comparison to others and low confidence, you have essentially entered a space that you should not be in and you need to get out of ASAP. All right? What happens then at that point, the last one is during a spin out, you might completely stop what you're doing altogether. It's like the complete opposite of taking more action and doing more. Some people, their self-sabotage looks like giving up or not even trying anymore. And that's usually coming from a place of complete unbelief that they can ever turn this around or they can ever create the result it's all deep rooted into the sense of you know belief and control see I've noticed every time I have a spin out it's because I feel like I don't have control over my circumstances I feel like you know things are happening or not happening and I have no way of getting a grip on it So the question is, how do we bring more control into situations that are difficult to control the outcomes of? For example, big goals and deadlines and launch, you know, launch results. We can't ever guarantee that we're going to get, you know, that eight, eight clients into our launch or those 15 clients into our mastermind. We can't guarantee them but how do we manage our mind our emotions and be okay if we find ourselves in a spin-out stage 
So, I'm going to give you a few thoughts that I hope will empower you with what to do when you find yourself in a spin-out, all right? Number one, I believe that we need to empower ourselves by deciding how we're going to view these emotions and thoughts when they surface. When we experience a spin-out, we can already develop an awareness and a relationship with the spin-out. Sounds so weird, but we can. To the point where we embrace it and we allow it to happen. A lot of people try to put a blanket over it or they beat themselves up about it, about feeling discouraged. And it makes it so much worse. You know, the whole force-feeding thoughts or forcing yourself to, you know, rub some dirt in it and just keep going. Without acknowledging, like, there is a certain thought or there are things happening beneath the surface. And this spin-out should allow you to pause for a second and to evaluate where is this coming from and what is my body trying to tell me? What is my brain trying to tell me? You really want to unpack that. I'm going to go into that in a second. But another thing that I want to say as well is don't make it mean anything about you. Don't make, you know, having a spin out mean that you are incapable or unable to be a good coach or to get any clients. Like it means nothing about you. You want to choose to distinguish yourself from your thoughts and emotions. Because your thoughts and emotions are responses. They're like literal responses. What you do have control of is what you believe. What you tell yourself. So I find with spin-outs, we not only have our mind occupied, we have our, our emotions occupied, right? And this is where it can be so easy to make the spin-out something about us personally. So we'll, you know, we'll make it like we are not cut out for this. When really the situation has nothing to do with us as people or as coaches. In fact, what we need to revisit is not ourselves, but potentially what we are putting at the center of our focus or the strategy that we're implementing. I always say this quote, um, don't revise the goal, revise the strategy. And I believe that so much because a lot of the time we will fall short of our goal and we'll think that we just set the bar too high when you should never apologize for setting a bar too high. If anything, just ask yourself what can be done better, what is not creating the result and just get into the habit of constantly evaluating what you're doing and what is happening. And that will allow you to look at things objectively and not emotionally. Because when you process through emotions, especially when you process spin-outs and thoughts with emotions, it very quickly becomes something personal. And that's what you want to avoid. All right? Okay, so let's go back to the beliefs. What can we do? Another thing we can do is observe what's going on beneath the surface and use it to your advantage. 
You want your spin out to teach you something. Okay? If that's the only thing you take away from this episode, use your spin outs to learn about your patterns and triggers and the beliefs beneath why they're happening. Because beneath every thought and feeling is a belief. And you want to uncover the belief that has caused you to feel, act, and react in that way. So an example um, that we said earlier was about, you know, this isn't working. Potentially, all right, the evidence around you, you don't have clients, you don't have anyone reaching out to you. Potentially, that is something that um, could be true. Maybe this isn't working. Maybe the strategies you're putting in place aren't working. But what if you revisited those strategies and then you implemented them and it still didn't work? Would it be a matter of just constantly revising the strategy over and over and over? Or what if you at the same time coached yourself through reframing what was happening in that situation. Looking at the strategy, yes, but also looking at why do I believe it is not working? And you'll find that the thought this isn't working is rooted in the belief of I don't think this is possible. I don't think it is possible for me to build a successful business and make consistent income. That belief is a much deeper thing. And once you uncover that that is a belief that is underguarding, you know, this thought that you're having, you'll be able to switch that belief. So instead of force feeding a thought into your brain, you might instead coach yourself to shift your belief. Because when you shift your belief that I can build a successful business and I already have clients who I've delivered results for, when you shift that belief, the thoughts will support that. They will, I guess, they will just follow after whatever belief you have. Your thoughts will start to be, yeah, you know what, I can do this. It may be hard, but I'm willing to try. Or I'm not willing to give up. Just because right now I don't see results, I believe I can. It is very, very different. Okay, so in line with that, another thing that you can do is direct your mental and emotional energy towards productive actions. So instead of just sitting in your overthinking about why things are the way they are, spend time practically planning and problem solving how you can create the result i think i mentioned it in my first episode how it is so important to spend more time doing than planning it's counterintuitive again because a lot of us as entrepreneurs are planners we are very strategic and we like to create a plan but that advice is actually not to discredit that stage, but it's to complement it. Because when you go too far down the planning side and strategic side and you you um, think it through too many times, 
you'll start to find yourself creating scenarios in your head and finding reasons not to go down certain paths. And then you overthink because you're like, well, then they all have issues that could come up. Which one would be the, the, the best one? And you just start to freak out because none of it is certain. You don't know. And then you get to that point where you start to spin out. <laughs> but what if you just tried one of the methods, tried one of the strategies, saw the result, observed, evaluated, created the result, or not create the result? and then try another thing. It's so important that you direct your energy towards proactive things and productive actions so that you can occupy your brain with practical, achievable steps that you can actually reward yourself for. Because even if it takes you one step back or it takes you to a failed, you know, result, You can say you took action, you can be proud of the fact that you took action and you disallowed yourself to overthink and spend all your energy on prediction and you just went out and tried it. It's kind of like when you know you have to have a tough conversation with someone and instead of just having the conversation with someone, you go out for a cup of coffee, you journal it, you let it soak, you think about it, you go for a walk, and it's just the problem just gets so big in your brain that, you know, it's just like the biggest giant. You don't even want to pick up the phone to call that person. You just, you would rather send it in a text message or you would rather avoid it altogether. That could have been sorted if you had just done it straight away. And I'm telling you, this is hard to swallow because I'm the kind of person that does like to think things through. But in times like this, specifically when you have a spin out, you need to occupy your brain. And this is one of the ways that you can definitely do that. All right. Now, the last thing I want to say is keep track of your achievements to help you see the evidence of what you've done. And you want to keep that list close. Because remember what I said earlier, when you are having a spin out, often it's like you're seeing illusions or you're having hallucinations. It sounds weird. Um, because when you're having a spin out, everything is distorted. But when you keep track of your achievements and you make them visual, you can essentially find evidence immediately to support the fact that you are doing well, that you are capable. Yeah. And you want to be so intentional with that. You want to verbalize and visualize these things. In the same way, my last little tip for you guys is to verbalize and visualize your feelings. If you are spinning out, create the space in your day to coach yourself through your spin out, to talk about it with your mentor or your coach. Because this is the thing. A lot of my clients think it's just all about strategy a lot of people out there will tell you, you just need to have a better copywriting or you just need to have better funnels. But they don't realize that the thing about success is not about having more bells and whistles or being the most fanciest, nicest, like business model out there. It really is about confidence and ownership. When you have authority in your business and you are able to take control of every stage in your biz- in your business and not doubt yourself, not doubt your mission, not doubt your service, you can make anything possible. 
You can make any opportunity, you can turn any result into a reality because you are so secure in who you are and what you can do. Now, when you remain in touch with your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts at every level, every stage in your journey in business, you have actual substance to work with. You make the intangible thoughts tangible instead of just them floating around and spiraling in your head you bring them to the ground and you are able to unpack whatever is underneath whatever the belief or thought or spin out is and this is why a lot of coaches are encouraged to journal or to have some sort of self-care routine and personal development. Personal development, I cannot stress enough, is so important as an entrepreneur. And I want you to catch that because you'll, you know, even just listen back to this episode, you'll find that at the core of this entire podcast is the importance of being able to coach yourself and to have the self-awareness to know where you need to improve or where you need to have a little bit of a sit down with yourself. I have, you know, two practical things that you guys can do. Number one is take a walk. That sounds weird. Go on a walk. (laughs) I was going to say, take your thoughts on a walk. It's a phrase that I've been telling myself lately because when I overthink, I overthink, you know, and I'm sure I'm speaking for other people here, but Like, sometimes you just need to physically move your body, get out of the environment that you're in, and go on a physical walk, do physical activity, and take your thoughts on a walk. Tell yourself, in these next 40 minutes, 60 minutes on this walk, I'm going to unpack this thought. And you'll find that just doing that, you'll get back home, and that problem won't feel so so big anymore. Or if anything, it will just allow you the space to assess that thought. Okay, another thing you can do, this is one that I've just started doing recently, is you can have a board or a mirror, get some whiteboard markers, and write down smack bang in the center, what problems need solving. You can do this for every area of your life, really, but... Write down anything that feels uncomfortable for you to think about. Anything. And then unpack and dissect each and every one of them. Make it your mission to solve as many problems in your own brain, in your own life, and to come up with solutions for them. And then the next step of that is actually following through with those solutions. If you've put down three possible things you could do to potentially solve that problem, then try all three until you find the solution. This is a way that you can visually like dump whatever you're feeling and thinking and also be able to problem solve at the same time. So this will be really, really good for anyone who is kind of more strategic and highly visual. But yeah, like, you know, this topic is just something that just hits so deep because I think you could listen to this at any stage in your business and resonate. I'm no different, right? I have my spin outs all the time 
And that's why I have my own mind-managing methods. And that's why I have my own mentor. That's why I practice self-coaching and personal development. Because we will always be evolving. And as long as we are evolving, we will be continuing to experience these things. We are going to always be growing as entrepreneurs. And that's our goal. It's part of the growth model. Our goal is that we grow so that as a consequence, our business grows. So next time you find yourself in a spin out, don't try to, you know, force feed it, force feed yourself thoughts that will just shut it up. Don't try to put a blanket on it or hide it or even make yourself feel guilty about it. Simply stand back and be grateful for it and remind yourself that you are still in control. That in this moment, your thoughts and your feelings might be acting out, but this has something to teach you about yourself. Be determined to find out what that is and to learn from it and then coach yourself through it. If you find you're in a never-ending spin-out cycle and you're spinning out about everything all the time, chances are you're in need of a coach or some sort of accountability because that's a lot of the time why people end up hiring a coach. Again, with the gym analogies, I'm so sorry. I think it's just like the most simple way to explain things. A lot of people end up hiring personal trainers after they've attempted to get stronger on their own or after they've worked at the, at the gym for a certain amount of years and seen no results or they've plateaued. It's just human nature to try to do it on your own. But this is why coaches exist and this is why it's so important that you understand the importance of self-coaching as well. But it's so important that, you know, you come to that awareness yourself. Entrepreneurship is a journey and it's best done in a way where you are constantly evolving and it's even better when you do it with other people. So just if you're out there feeling alone or feeling like you're spinning out all the time, whether you have a launch, you have, you know, goals that you're not reaching, just know that you can reach out. You can DM me. We can chat. I'm here for you. Spin outs are normal. Embrace them, have fun with them, and learn from them. See you next time, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you are encouraged to make moves and level up your confidence. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. I've got some really exciting stuff coming out for you in the next few months. Don't miss out. Be a part of the conversation and keep the ball rolling with me on Instagram. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Until next time, keep blazing that trail.